Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Well, I'll tell you what, if you were on social media since Friday, Saturday, uh, you were, you've been busy. And uh, I know our next guest has, Stefan Adams from Kane's Insight. Had a chance to uh, be in the press box with him the other night. Uh, and certainly we watched the same game. And uh, it was interesting. Uh, Miami, you were waiting for Miami to do a few different things. But uh, they didn't. Uh, hung on to win. A true freshman wins it for him. Stefan, thanks so much for taking the time. And uh, obviously, uh, I know your fan base uh, and your message boards were, and your social media were, were lighting up just like everybody else's. Yeah, absolutely. It's been hot. Uh, not, not the best performance for Miami over the weekend. Uh, they pulled out a close win over App State, though. You know, it seems like a lot of the players in the locker room, coaches, they're just preaching that. Um, getting that win talk and uh, get, you know, escaping with a win. Um, but certainly the fan base is right to ask some questions here uh, from what we've seen th- from Miami through these first two games. And it may be as a third year, especially from the offense. Uh, we, we were expecting to see a lot more uh, from what we, we, than we expected so far from this offense and uh, Rhett Lashley's unit. And uh, just all around, it's been uh, it's been an interesting uh, two, first two weeks, that's for sure. And that always, uh, that always seems to be the case with the Hurricanes. I know that you and I kind of looked at each other on some of the plane calling, you know, especially because you're looking to ignite the team and you're running just dives off of right tackle and you're not really mixing things up. Uh, was I mean, I didn't think that that uh, Appalachian State's defense was Alabama-like. I mean, I thought Miami certainly could have done some, you know, open up their, their passing game a little bit more. You see, the thing, too, I believe, Stefan, is they – they do run a few plays that, like, go to Mallory here, and then they'll stop. And to me, I just don't understand. If you watch a prize fight, if you knock a guy with the right, you know, under the chin and he, and he falters, you keep hitting him under the chin. And that's what I don't understand. You know, maybe it's uh, – I'm not an offensive coordinator, obviously, but I am a fan, and I've been around the game to know that tendencies and, – and you and I watched every time that, that – their tight end position, mostly Mallory, was lined up. He was with a he was paired up with somebody he could beat every single time. Yeah, absolutely, and that's really been. I mean, that's been one of my biggest takeaways through the first two games. Is uh, I was kind of been shocked actually about how how conservative the offenses look. Um, you know, compared to what we were kind of sold on as this offense was going to be the this dynamic spread type offense under Rhett Lashley. And we've really kind of seen them go into a shell mostly, just really conservative, uh, short passes and uh, uh, running game. Um, they ran the ball a couple of times, questionable timing when uh, they could have, you know, maybe passed it down the middle of the field to Mallory, like you mentioned, or somewhere else to pick up a first down. They were really sticking to the run a lot. And, you know, that's, you know, that's part of their game plan. They're trying to establish the run. We get that. 
Um, sure. But it just it just seems like a very overly conservative mindset to start. And uh, you know, not a lot. It's not a lot of explosive plays for this Miami offense. Uh, when Eric, Derek King has tried to go deep, there's been a lot of ton of miscommunications with the wide receivers or the protection breaks down up front. Um, so we, it's it's really been kind of a mess up, uh, for the offense. Uh, luckily, they were able to pull out this game against Appalachian State. Um, they, uh, they were only favored, I believe, by seven and a half. So it wasn't like uh, you know they were projected to blow them out by any means. Um, it's a solid team that uh, has uh, that has you know beaten teams on the road before, beating good teams on the road. And uh, Appalachian State always comes to play. It seems like, um, but Miami just kind of really kind of struggled early on, and they were lucky to turn it on in the fourth quarter and uh, pull out the win. Uh, but like you said. Um, would love to see Mallory getting more involved. We talked, uh, you know, to uh, Coach Lashley. He said it's something that's not – they're not not trying to throw it to him. Is that, that's how he kind of put it. Not, not trying to avoid throwing to him. Um, he's certainly been open. They, he could be making more plays. He certainly has the talent to get it done. Um, so we'll look to that heading into next week against Michigan State. Is that something they're going to be um, trying to feature more, is getting the ball to the tight end? Because, you know, Miami has done tremendous work getting the ball to the tight ends over the past – two decades, it seems like, or even more. Um, they're just known as that tight end you. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if they uh, really start to teach her that tight end and Will Mowry a little bit more going forward. A few drops by Harley, which kind of like shook up the fan base a little bit, obviously, because you can't have that. Not from a senior captain, leader guy. He's got to catch those balls. Rambo, they're using, to me, as it was pointed out, they're, they're, they're using him along the, like, outs <laughs> instead of getting this guy who has, has played against top flight com- competition forever, uh, get him up, you know, upfield instead of just running outs with him. Uh, you know, every time he caught the ball, it was, seemed like it was down near the sideline. Uh, <clears throat> you're looking for, you know, off- offense, because I'll tell you what, I thought the defense did pretty good. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, uh, for us to pound the football, and they did. I mean, they ate up clock. They, uh, you know, using the two running back system, the kid Noel from here. Uh, uh, they had an experienced quarterback who's, you know, back in the day was one of the top uh, in the country. Then went to Clemson and went to Duke, and now he's at State. But I was, I was impressed when they had to come up with some of the, some of the key stops, especially late in the game. Uh, they did it. They came up with some big plays. Uh, talk about the defense a little bit. Yeah, defense. Um, I mean, the the tackling is one thing I've noticed just just has to improve a little better this week against App State. I mean, it was just atrocious against Alabama that week one. Obviously, an easier opponent this week against App State, uh, but still, way too many missed tackles. You know, talking to Coach Packey, um, you know, that's something that he's, you know, pointed out that it's just kind of an early season thing. They, of course, that you never want to see that kind of stuff happen. They had over 20 missed tackles, I believe, against uh, App State in Alabama. So uh, it's something they really are trying to improve. Um, and um, that's, uh, again, something we really got to want to see um, get better against Michigan State coming up. That's going to be uh, really key against, uh, or, you know, a, a, an amazing rushing attack that they got there. Uh, they're the sixth best rushing offense in the country. But uh, as for the App State game, yeah, the the defense stood up and uh, made a stop when they needed to in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, it, it wasn't like App State was um, you know going all over the place with uh, with their offense. Um, they made a, they made a couple clutch plays. Of course, they had the kickoff return, which inflated the points as well. So uh, you know, it, it wasn't like a, a dominant effort, and uh, that and Miami was just so struggling on defense. There's things that they can improve and things that can get get better. Um, but, uh, you know, a solid effort on defense. One thing to look for also going forward, uh, 
Keontra Smith's going to be missing a couple of weeks as they're starting Will linebacker. Um, Miami's gonna. Miami's already had problems at the linebacker position, yeah. so they're they're already not deep at that position. That's a concern for me, and uh, so. Um, I'm going to see who has to step up going forward. Is it going to be a guy like Wayman Steed or Avery Huff that are going to have to take those reps and uh, really start to show out? Um, so, um, mm-hmm. again, that's something we'll, we'll look forward to starting next week. No doubt. Stefan Adams joining us, Kane's Insight. Uh, another thing, you got Michigan State coming in. Good. There's two ways to look at it. They're, they're an explosive team, 1,124 yards in two games. They'll throw the ball up, up field. Uh, but the, the caliber of opponent over the first two weeks are not what Miami is capable of being. So, And it's a 12 o'clock noon start. So one thirty, two o'clock, you're going to see it kind of like really getting into uh, a northern team like Michigan State. You know, I know, we've been outside about 12.30, 1 o'clock here in South Florida. And it's 92, 93 with about 92% humidity. Uh, obviously huge advantage uh, over and we thought maybe a four o'clock start would be hot what about a noon start in the advantage to Miami yeah it's certainly certainly an advantage you know I wouldn't put you know too much into it now of course you guys still have got to go out and make plays and uh um, yeah you know, win win this game it's a, like like we were just saying Michigan State it's a tough opponent um they run the ball extremely well they've always been known for that tough defense they got up there so uh, it's, it's, it's not going to be an easy task. Uh, Miami can't really come into this game like they came into App State and, and expect to walk out with a win at the end. Um, if they do come into the, come, come against Michigan State like that, um, they're most likely going to get run out of the building. I mean, we've seen these type of offenses. Uh, Miami has really struggled with these elite type of rushing attacks. We saw it against North Carolina last year. Um, oh, they yeah. put up over 500 <laughs> rushing yards against Miami. If it gets to that kind of kind of point again, um, it, it could get really, really ugly. We definitely don't want to see anything close to that. Um, like like I said, the, the Keontra Smith injury is going to be huge. Someone's really going to have to step up and help out this um, this run defense to, to to you know kind of slow down this rushing attack. I, I highly sure. doubt they're going to shut them down, but uh, just to slow them down a little bit, and hopefully the offense gets it going and is able to put up a, um, a ton of points on the board and uh, get Miami out of this. Um, so uh, yeah, so we'll we'll look forward to that. Uh, hopefully the, it's a hot and sweltering start. Uh, for this that noon start, and uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, no doubt. A couple of guys that really stood out for you, surprised you maybe a little bit more, and played a little bit more, a little bit better than you thought they would. A uh, couple of guys. Sure. Um, I think the, one of the biggest issues, um, at least going into the season, um, was the thought process of the pass rush. Um, it hasn't been um, you know amazing that we've seen so far, but uh, we've seen guys like Jafari Harvey. And Chance Williams get in the backfield and make sacks. That's that's something that's very encouraging to me. Sure. Um, those 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 are guys that have huge ceilings, high upsides, but we just have never seen that consistency at Miami, either you know on the field in games or practices. Um, so those are two guys I've really liked that I've seen at least from these uh, first two games. And of course they've been rotating a ton at defensive end. Um, at receiver, I really like what I've seen with from Keyshawn Smith. I mean, um, he was projected to be the number three guy going into the season. I mean, he's to me, he's looked like the best receiver so far through these first two games. Of course, short, short yeah. sample size, but um, this is a guy that can really stretch the field deep, um, can make, can pick up yards after the catch, um, can uh, can get free in the short intermediate game. Um, he really is a complete receiver, and if he uh, starts developing that consistency, we were talking about with these young players. 
just a second-year player, a guy like Keyshawn, if he's able to develop that consistency, we could really see him start to take off, especially in the second half of the season, and develop a little bit um, um, better um, chemistry with De'Eric King going forward. So uh, those are three guys I really like what I've seen Good. so far. Uh, it's been pretty encouraging for me, at least for two games. I know you guys are going to be uh, counting down this Michigan State game on uh, social media and also the website. Let everybody know how they can follow you all week. Absolutely. You can find us at canesinsight.com or on Twitter at Canes Insight. We're on YouTube as well, Canes Insight uh, YouTube account. Um, just great stuff. If you're looking for uh, podcasting content, video content, written content, and the message board's always uh, popping if you like uh, having the conversation. It's, uh, it's uh, pretty interesting over there right now. So if uh, you're into Kings football at all, definitely fun to go check it out and join the conversation. Good stuff, Steph. We'll see you on Saturday. Save me a seat. <laughs> Absolutely, Larry. All right, take care. All right. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 